Good morning, Henry. How are you? Uh, good morning, Chris. I'm all right. Yes. How are you? Me too. Um, we have an interesting topic today. It's about, well, it's about the Arctic. What else could it be? Um, or the Antarctic. Well, or the Antarctic, yeah. Uh, no, this time we, we're back in the Arctic and we have uh, skiing, for example. Tell us, tell us what you want to talk about. <laughs> we are talking to, today about the Arctic Winter Games, which oh. is a very nice and interesting topic because it's not only sport, it's also very important uh, in the culture. So, hold on, hold on. Uh, this is, okay, we, there is such a thing as the Arctic Winter Games. I thought, is, I thought yes. Winter Games were just like the Winter Olympics um, where you'd have like the, the usual suspects uh, that we see on TV, but there is an Arctic version of that. There is, yeah, and historically, um, it just came out of kind of a sports program. So there are the Canada Winter Games, and the contingency, uh, the contingent from uh, northern Canada, which was um, sent to the Canada Winter Games in 1967, really didn't perform well, and the coach of that team was really disappointed about. Um, yeah, that the um, athletes from the north were um, a little bit in a disadvantage because they have a different focus on what they are doing in, in the north. I would, so he, I would have expected they would be good because they are they live in wintry environments all the time. So shouldn't they be better at winter stuff? Apparently they should, yes. But they are better in traditional um winter sports so what what um what they consider traditional cultural sports in in the region and that's nothing that's considered um pro a part of the program in regular winter games mm, okay and that made the difference so um this guy actually came up with the idea to form um a winter game scheme just for the people living in the north and it took them three years to build up the um, arctic winter games which uh, started with three different regions, which is the Yukon and the Northwest Territory in northern Canada, and uh, Alaska mm -hmm. in the northern US. And they started in the 1970 Arctic Winter Games, just the three of them. So they sent athletes from those areas and uh, started the scheme of um, Arctic Winter Games, which was uh, quite well received. But after yeah, 15, 20 years, that didn't really pick up. It came less um, audience. The publicity wasn't really into it anymore. And they just thought about how to change that. And the approach um, from the Arctic Winter Games uh, always was to create um, a forum for the circumpolar people. So they invited... Um, yeah, groups from, from uh, Greenland, from Russia, from uh, northern Scandinavia. And in uh, 2002, they actually started with much more uh, contingents from uh, more regions. And now they have uh, nine different contingents from uh, all over the globe. Yeah, from, oh. from all over the Arctic area. But it is only Arctic, uh, the, the Arctic people who... who compete in the arctic winter games you cannot compete yes. there if you are from i don't know from here i uh, know no you have to live in the arctic region so we have uh, teams from alaska from alberta north from uh, greenland 
from Northwest Territory, from Nunavik, from Nunavut, from the Sami area, from Yamal in, in Russia, and from Yukon. Okay. So that's uh, quite interesting to see that um, you actually have this kind of yeah uh, event that unites or uh, yeah unites the the whole circumpolar culture. That's pretty amazing. So that really began taking off in two thousand two. You said. Yeah, originally started in the seventies, but then it, it just picked up in two thousand two. Yeah. All right. So what? Does what goes into the Arctic Winter Games is where where are they held? Let's let's get these things uh, uh, sorted. Next, so they are uh, happening every two years. Uh, two thousand eighteen uh, was the last one, and uh, the next one, two thousand twenty, is uh, held in in Whitehorse, which is uh, in northern Canada. And um, yeah, they yeah they try to. Um, change location uh, frequently, but apparently they're very often held in Canada and in Alaska because that's kind of the um, of the roots of the Arctic Winter Games. Uh, that's where they all started in 2016. It was held in um, Nuuk in Greenland and in Nunavut. It was um, a do, joint. Do, do they have the according infrastructure for all the disciplines? That's the thing. Uh, when we <laughs> when we talk about Arctic Winter Games, we don't think about a big event like uh, the Olympics. It's a little bit small scale, even though it's for the Arctic region. It's a big event. I mean, uh, a thousand uh, people coming together. So it's it's quite a big thing, um, but it's not as big as the Winter Olympics. Of course, it's a it's a different scale. So how, um, how many do you know? How many people in total will compete there? Uh, the number of athletes I don't have. Um, let me try to figure out if we get a number of the... Um, well, if, if we find it, we put it in the show notes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, in, the, in terms of, of uh, sports categories, we have um, classical winter sports, which we also do in, in, in Winter Olympics, which is like... For example, alpine ski or that's um, like the biathlon. slalom and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Exactly, biathlon, uh, cross country skiing, curling, um, figure skating. That's kind of regular ice hockey as well. Uh, snowboarding has become more pop popular. Speed skating. Um, those are like the regular um, winter sports um categories which you would expect in a winter games. But then you have also um, some sport categories which are very particular important for the cultural aspects and that's for example the so-called arctic sports which is um really um something local it, com it includes um sports like one foot high kick what? or <laughs> or a kneel jump or uh sledge jump triple jump arm pull awesome Airplane, head pull. What is there an are, airplane? Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of uh, interesting things um, which originate actually from uh, not even from, from really competitions but from training methods for hunters um, oh. from, from Inuit, for example. Or, um, the knuckle also, hop. There's a knuckle hop. There's a knuckle hop, yes. 
is there, is there any any place we can watch those? There must there must be stuff on YouTube. Yes, yeah. If you if you Google that on YouTube and um, you put those uh, terms in, like um, very popular is the one foot and two foot high kick, um, which is also referred to as kicking the seal because they have like a little uh, seal item up on <laughs> on a rack, and um, then you just jump up and try to kick it with one or two foot that's pretty amazing actually um, and it's harder than it looks like same goes for a kneel jump when you kneel down and out of the kneeling position you jump up and uh, you try to jump as far as possible that looks much much easier than it is if you ever tried that um, on your own this is really something um, really interesting I think I would probably use muscles that I never actually use when I try. Exactly, exactly. Things. Same goes for for um, the head pull, uh, where you have a rope between your um, around your neck or around your head. A head pull. Head pull. Yes. So oh. you have two competitors um, facing each other, and you have a, a rope or a band um, around both hats, and you try to pull the other a certain distance with your pure. Um, oh, it's like it's neck like muscles, basically. It's like a tug of war, rope pulling competition, yeah. just with two yeah. people using their heads for that. Oh, wow! Ex exactly, and you that's need strong neck muscles for that. Otherwise, exactly. you you'll pull your head off. <laughs> exactly. Ouch. Okay. Um, together with the Arctic sports, we have a category called uh, dinner games, um, and that refers to a group of um, northern Canada um, people. Um, the which are referred to as as Dene, but um, they are actually like a, a group of Aboriginal languages which are called the Northern Athabascan language family. It's uh, quite uh, a lot of groups. Uh, it's basically five big groups: um, Chippewyan, um, Tlisho, the Yellow Knives, the Slave, and the Satu. And all those five groups together, they form like the so-called Dene. And they have, of course, um, a very certain uh, tradition uh, for themselves. And uh, yeah, those game events include finger pull, um, snow <laughs> okay, stake, okay, stick right. pull, hand, came, uh, hand games, and those kind of things. This is so funny. Finger pull. You know, you know what, uh, what uh, pulling one's finger means? Yeah, exactly. In Russian <laughs> tradition, it's one pulls a finger and the other one farts. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so they have a finger. Okay, they're probably not farting when they do this, but finger pull is, yeah, it's 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 probably like hooking your fingers and then pulling, right? Exactly. But you have uh, we do this one here, yeah. Who's who's in the offense and one who's in the def uh, defense? So you have actually uh, very clear rules, and um, you use your middle finger, and uh -huh. it's. It's um, harder than it appears to. Um, just to give you an idea, the uh, current Greenlandic prime minister, um, he lost his finger, <laughs> his uh, left middle finger um, during a finger pull Ouch. event. So Kim, Niels, uh, Kim Kielsen actually has um, on the, his left hand, he's missing, missing uh, the, middle, the finger. middle finger because Holy of that. Holy cow. Okay, the finger pull. Then there's the snow snake. What is that? Yeah. Um, good question. Huh? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm you mean, to look into snow snake then, now. And then there's a stick pull, and stick pull, and hand games. Hand, hand games. games was rather interesting. I was really curious about what hand games is, and um, they uh, sitting, um, they're sitting like two teams uh, opposite each other. They kneel down, and 
there's a yeah drum uh, band behind them. They're just having this traditional. Um, we we know it from Inuit uh, drum dance, for example, mm-hmm, those okay. kind of uh, patterns. Uh, just having uh, kind so of so there's drummers, yeah. Exactly, they have both hands and they are hiding um, a coin under one of their hands, and then they're just uh, mixing that up, and uh, you have to guess in which hand the coin is. So um, and that's an Olympic discipline, uh, opposing, no, a, a, an Arctic Games discipline, not an Olympic one. It is. Awesome. So the, the opposing party is just guessing left or right, and uh, those players who um, have the coin in the certain hand are <laughs> out of that round, and the other ones are getting a stick. Oh, that is so and funny. In the end, the the, the party which the, with the most sticks uh, wins, of course. So uh-huh. that's quite of um, it's quite an amazing. Uh, ritual, which was usually <laughs> held when um, different groups met each other on long journeys. So it was. It, was it has a historic background, pretty much. All as of funny, them as, have an historic background. As funny as it sounds to us, it is something that is a, is an old cultural thing for them. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and then you have, of course, um, things you you. You can imagine um, where it comes from, where it origins, uh, without having too much of a background um, of the cultural um, habits in the area. For example, dog mushing. That definitely makes sense. Um, you, you have to know how to um, yeah, do transport in the area, how to um, go long distances. And um, yeah, the tool to be was, of course, dog sl- um, sledges. And you have to know how to go with your dogs. So dog mushing is... Um, one of the more obvious uh, competitions. Same goes for uh, snowshoeing, for for Beardland snowshoeing. Of course, um, snowshoes were more um, obvious in these areas than than skis for a long time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Not so obvious for winter games are actually badminton and uh, basketball. But they don't play Uh, these outside, do they? No, they do that inside. Uh, Same goes for futsal and gymnastics. Futsal? Never heard of futsal. Futsal is like indoor uh, soccer. Ah, okay, okay. Where you have, um, yeah, pretty much like indoor soccer. It's uh, much quicker. It's like Portuguese, South American uh, origin. But um, yeah, that's yeah, it's it's um, more it's getting more popular in in Europe. But uh, it's part of the Winter Games in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, yeah, table tennis, volleyball, which is not really. Um, obvious for being a winter games um, discipline. Then you have wrestling, which is more something you can understand in the Aboriginal or Indigenous uh, cultural background. Um, uh, that's for sure. And archery, for example, as well. Um, that's something you need for hunting. Yeah. I think I think my favorites at this point are the Denny games and the Arctic sports because just because they just they sound so bizarre and I would it's not really only, love to watch that. It's not only that; it's also it's um, a high percentage of cultural background here. It's not so much a sports competition; it's more a cultural 
thing. And right. this is something I really appreciate that they have in those games, not only the competition as a background, but also um, implemented this cultural aspect, which is uh, very, very interesting to watch. And um, it's very hard to judge on those as well. Um, who's the winner? Who's the loser? But um, it's something that's not so obvious for, for our culture uh, background. Um, but in in the area where where you have to rely on on certain strength, that's something we talked about in the educational episode as well. Um, you have a different approach to things, and you have to to train different muscle groups for surviving there than you have to um, in in more southern latitudes. So, if you look at the Olympics, they are at this point highly commercialized. Um, is there any? motion towards commercialization in the arctic winter games do you see any of that is there like a lot of advertising on tv and that kind of stuff or no it's not not that there's a company behind that the arctic winter games um corporation i think it's um based in in canada which is kind of the um owner of the trademark and uh, yeah it's basically behind the organizational stuff um the whole event um, is based on a lot of volunteers, so it's it's not much money in there. It's actually uh, also relying on fundings from the region, which is um, your host region for the Winter Games. But um, there is no not such um, an, uh, a commercial aspect in that for for the organizers. It's more for the people of the Arctic regions, so that's it. It isn't. It's it's known in the Arctic regions, but it's not so much known um, outside there. So I think there is not much of a Arctic Winter Games tourism in in that sense. If you if you understand what I mean, yeah, it's it's not so much commercialized. I no, I don't see that. Mm-hmm. So out of those more bizarre kind of sports that are in there, which one is your favorite? I th- I think for me it has to be something like uh well so- something from the Danny games like the 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 hand games or the stick pull or something like that. From from a cultural background I uh really like the hand games. It's really something really interesting. It's a lot of singing and drumming in there and you have the uh, according motions in the team when they um try to hide the coin in their hands and uh, try to confuse the opposing party by <laughs> just moving both arms and moving the whole body it just looks really interesting it, it more looks like a dance competition than um actually a hiding game um it's also of course these um traditional things like uh, the 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 foot high kick or the um arm pull or the finger pull it's it's a it's yeah basically those um arctic sports and dinner games are my, my most favorite in there because it's just completely different from what you ex- would expect for winter games so what's, when um yeah sorry please, go ahead um what's also interesting um they are not uh, receiving medals when they when they win but oh, okay. they but they receive um, the so-called ulu, which is no. Don't know if you ever heard about that. No. The woman's knife. the The woman's knife is a, a very certain shaped knife which you can um, actually find in the whole Arctic region in a very similar way. It has a different shape um, for each and every uh, little um, cultural group, but 
the overall uh, look is quite similar. It's a short knife, which is um, having a handle, so you can, you can hold it in your fist. And it was used by the woman when they were cutting um, the prey, when they were just um, uh, yeah, cutting down seals or polar bears or whales or whatever. And as, and, a, as a prize in those competitions, you get an ulu or multiple ulus? Yeah, it's a, it's a ulu-shaped little metal in uh, gold, silver, bronze, and um, oh, okay. you get a get a little woman's knife um, shaped metal for the price. And then there is also uh, a hat price. So you have, of course, the um, uh, the rankings for uh, the different competitions, but then you have a different uh, price, the so-called Hutchins Trophy, which was named after one of the um, uh, high committee commissioners and um, this is very interesting because it looks completely different from what we know as trophies it's uh, basically a narwhal tusk on um, a soapstone platform mm -hmm. and it has uh, a bear that climbs the tusk symbolizing the reaching of the top in uh, competition and fair play so this is like a team trophy and the team that's considered to has um the best behavior in competition and fair play is rewarded with um the hodgins trophy that's a really really nice one really beautiful one um so if you google that i we will put that in the um in the show notes as well uh it's a it's a pretty beautiful um artistic piece also Very cool. So you end up having... Are there only gold ulus or are there also silver and bronze ulus? Also silver and bronze, yeah. Okay, okay. Wow. Not a, not a round medal. <laughs> All right, Winter Games. Well, <clears throat> we'll put a lot of these links and uh, information to uh, for you to find out more about these in the show notes and um, make sure you, you go on the, on the YouTube and google some of those or search for some of those sports because i think this is really interesting that's the next thing i'm gonna do after we finish recording i will look up snow snake stick form <laughs> stuff <laughs> yeah i have to have a few and f finger pull of course okay that might yield different results though than i expect but anyway this was it for this episode thank you so much for pulling this all together this was fun so we'll be back in a week with more Until then, everyone take care. <laughs>